0: Uh, while we're saying farewells, this is my last gig as one of the rotating eco-radio presenters for now. I have a new book, Your Life, Your Planet, coming out next February. So, And I'm also doing some pretty intensive research on building sustainability into our social infrastructure. So I'm taking a back step from eco-radio for a while. Uh, now, you might... Um, remember that i have done that before Uh, 2017 on monday at middays i uh, ran a show called the cage the cage the cage is physically in the triple z fm studios in brisbane australia great place to lock people up Australia's an island continent as far from the North Atlantic as you can get, a colonial artifact that started life as a prison camp run by the British Navy. As a consequence, we've got refugees in gulags in the Coral Sea to teach them not to get into boats. We've got indigenous kids in facilities where we tear gas them in their beds to teach them a lesson. And we routinely kill prisoners as part of our deaths in custody program to teach their friends a lesson. But we encourage you to come enjoy our good fresh food, our great beaches and throw another prawn on the barbie because we're really nice to tourists. The Cage. Lock yourself in. So that was 2017 The Cage. This is Eco Radio and over the course of this year I've spoken to a number of people who are looking for ways to build a new post-carbon, post- growth economy. Uh, Here's a a couple of um, steps along that in that uh, direction uh, starting with Dr. Eric Schmidt. As a
1: doctor I've experienced firsthand the difficulty of getting people to change their lifestyle to so, weight, get more exercise, stop smoking, drink less, eat health. This is fairly simple stuff that people need to do for their own benefit. People cannot and will not do it, the vast bulk of the population struggles enormously to make sacrifices. And so is that just um, instant gratification? Is that that we just love yeah, pleasure? Yeah, and some people can do it. Um, yeah, and there's a bell curve with this and you've got extremes at, at both end of the bell curve. But for the people at that dedicated, forward-thinking end of the bell curve to be shouting at the rest of the bell curve, <laughs> is come, and, come and think about the future like we do, then that won't be the thing that saves us. So there's Eric's
0: view that it's no use for the woke among us, yelling, wake up at the self-satisfied. We have to find ways to lead change. Now, many people do that in different ways. Here's Mayor Cricker talking about her uh, business, producing a drink a, uh, from water kefir uh, and selling it in recyclable glass bottles, which she collects, washes and refills
2: to have been derived from the Apuntia cactus in the desert, where people at one point would have collected water from the desert in water pouches or in, in like, animal skin pouches, and these granules formed, and they would then take them back and make a sugar syrup with them, and that they, they sort of multiply over time. So that's where Water kefir TV comes from, but there are no... Each different set has a different set of... Bacteria attached to it. So, water kefir from Australia is different to one that you might get in in Europe, as opposed to one you might get in Mexico.
0: So, since we spoke to uh, Maya uh, earlier this year, she has now sold her fifty thousandth bottle, fifty thousandth glass uh, jar, washed and recycled it. So, it's a very interesting uh, story. And like all these snips, you can get the. Um, full story online by following the links from the eco radio facebook page now slight variation on the theme here's sabrina chikori from the brisbane tool library
2: and um, when we hear about economic growth we always hear about it in positive terms you know in the media on the mainstream news outlet but if we really look at how economic prosperity is intended in our society now. We uh, talk about economic prosperity just based on uh, GDP, the Gross Domestic Index. You know, these index just uh, measure how our economy is growing all the time. But, you know, uh, wars, uh, health issues, accidents and so on also grow the economy. So when we understand how the how we measure and um, economic success we then you know are led to think that something is wrong with what we measure right so we we're pushing for a economic post-growth economic degrowth framework where prosperity social and ecological prosperity is measured differently using different indexes you know imagine today you know the well-being or prosperity of a nation is measured on how much we produce But imagine if we could actually base the prosperity of a nation of how much free time we have, you know, so um, and and the problem, you know, I guess it's that we still blame a lot uh, consumers or people that they have to live 100% in a sustainable, you know, uh, way, but reality is that we need also a systemic change, you know, we need a contraction of the economy, we need and in order to have that, you know, downscaling of production and, con- and consumption, we need to be able to redesign um, society's uh, path, you know. So we always say that we are recreating the commons at the tool library because it's not about the things, but it's about the human relationship actually replacing the need of things.
0: So recreating the commons and heading for degrowth. You know, interesting that Sabrina mentions uh, measuring a an- prosperity in terms of free time. Uh, For my sins, I spent many of my uh, years working in uh, information technology, automating jobs, thinking that I was creating a uh, world in which we would have leisure and free time. Uh, Looking back, I realized I was um, supporting a system that would prefer to make up Jobs for us to keep the economic growth happening, but that's another story. Now, interesting thinking about that dilemma we can't consume our way out of the crisis, it's not, we can't expect as consumers to live sustainably. Systemic change is required, so there is a fundamental uh, dilemma inherent in the topic of sustainability that pits it largely uh, against capitalism. Now, here's a surprising. Uh, supporter of that view who I interviewed quite a while ago. Now it seems to me I'd be interested in your view that at some stage there has to be an end to economic growth. If we're going to share resources more equitably and we're going to sort of make do with finite resources we have to achieve some sort of stability.
3: I couldn't agree more and I've been saying this for years but that doesn't fit in with capitalism unfortunately and I don't know, I mean I'm a capitalist and I don't know how whether the whole thing is designed to go boom and bust. In other words just that's just part of nature and uh, some people would be horrified when I say that but the only system that's, that seems to have given us the economic the growth that people want and the highest standard of living is capitalism but we all know that capitalism needs growth to survive but in a finite world you, world you can't have growth so one thing has got to collapse and maybe that's because in nature it's always gone boom and bust boom and bust and maybe that's what will happen it'll all self-correct because we'll all starve
0: and so that is the voice of dick smith the conflicted dick smith reflecting on capitalism uh, interesting that way that some things turn full, full circle uh, in that interview I also talked to Dick about his plan to create Australian Geographic as a non-growth company he had by that stage sold it upsetting a lot of people because he got money for the membership list which had been a membership organisation that uh, he took over through the publishing of the magazine but again that's a, another story Uh, Now, Australian Geographic is the sponsor and the retail for my forthcoming book, Your Life, Your Planet. So in the interests of full disclosure, I'm just letting you know that. Of course, that wasn't on the horizon when I interviewed uh, Dick Smith. For your dose
3: of news, current affairs and analysis, tune in to 4ZZZ 102.1 FM, 12 to 1 p.m. daily. Only Human, Eco Radio, Paradigm Shift, Megahertz, and Brisbane Line, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. 4 ZZZ 102.1 FM, People Powered Radio.
0: And on People Powered Radio, you've been listening to me, Jeff Ebbs, summarizing a bunch of people who have spoken on Eco Radio over the year about different approaches to sustainability, uh, social enterprise. And last in that series, I just want to deal with the topic of finance and uh, having a chat to Robert Pekin about ORIC, the Organic Regenerative uh, Cooperative. Here's Robert now with the news piece introduced by Maddie and my back in 2017 in The Generator on the Cage. The Generator. The Generator. The Generator News, The
3: Generator. By like selling off our country but inflated prices, it gives us a delusion that we're actually doing well. Energy matters.
0: Living sustainably. A lifetime of war. Climate chaos. Yes.
3: Local food action.
0: The computer models used to predict climate chaos have not taken Arctic forest fires into account. A
3: lifetime of war.
0: Marine wash. Energy matters. Sustainable settlement. Local food.
2: Climate chaos.
0: A the
3: generator. Then I knew
2: in the generator news for the week of the 10th of April 2017, Investment Cooperative for Organic Farmers launched.
0: Hot on the heels of the announcement of new laws allowing start up companies to seek investment via crowdsourcing, an investment vehicle for organic agriculture has been launched. The Organic and Restorative Investment Co op, known as ORIC, will be launched in Melbourne next month. The aim of the co-op is to facilitate investment into agriculture that offers a fair price to farmers and nurtures the ecology that supports us all. The new crowdsourced equity funding laws allow individual investors to put up to $10,000 into a company raising less than $5 million.
2: For pictures and background links to our sources, visit The Generator News on Facebook or the web.
3: We're at a point in time where humanity is facing system failure at many, many levels, um... And, uh, and one of them is the the, uh, the concept of private property, which, as we now know, you know, um, housing affordability. There's a you know a whole raft of things that that, that have fallen out from this, this this concept of private property, even in land in, in land ownership. You know, we, we you might do three or four farmers might do a tremendous tremendous job of um, restoring a you know a, a river. A bank or um, controlling erosion a whole bunch of things, but if there's a couple of other farmers that just don 't care then the landscape doesn 't really change fundamentally all that much, so we have to put land into common ownership so that uh, um, so it 's pre- preserved for, for, um, for, for all time and at the moment, food and agriculture is the biggest daddy on the planet um, energy up till probably five or ten years ago was the biggest daddy, but um, it 's decoupled itself from um, natural systems. So now we're seeing a lot more renewable energy coming into the play. Yeah, well, Green I mean, technically speaking, a massive, it's a pretty
0: that's simple that's thing to do, isn't it? Create energy. We've been burning rocks to do it, right, and right. now we're yes. capturing sunlight. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
3: um, yeah. Whereas I mean, food and agriculture now contributes or, or will be seventy percent of all, um, you know, social and environmental and uh, carbon emissions in the next five or ten years because it, it has not decoupled itself. It's still intrinsically attached to fossil fuels to carbon emissions to um, you know, environmental degradation. The Great Barrier Reef is a great example. It's also farm, a very powerful bananas. way for governments
0: to control people too. So getting hol- Absolutely. Get, you know, getting yeah. control of yeah. the food production system and allowing uh, land to be treated as a right rather than a commodity are pretty uh, basic things. Good. Well, Robert, very exciting, mm. but um, the clock it does not forgive and so at that point we are going to eject you from the cage and send you back to the big bad world of finance Thank you very much for coming in Age Lock yourself in.